Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Neil, over the uh, circuit breaker, you and I talked endlessly about which movies we were watching, shows we were watching on all the streaming services, uh, all the regular HBOs and, and Netflix, etc. And we do know that in recent months, Disney has announced and now they are rolling out Disney Plus, which is a fantastic library of so many of our favorite movies and our, our favorite shows. Joining us now to talk about that rollout and what they've got in store is Amit Malorta, the regional head of Disney Plus for Southeast Asia. Amit, welcome. Good morning and uh, welcome to uh, Weekend Mornings. Morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you on with us. And, you know, so many people are excited about Disney Plus uh, starting up. Uh, let's face it, a lot of families are, but not just for families, for adults as well. Tell us about where you're at in the process of, of rolling it out and, and how it's going. Well, thanks for having me, guys. I was listening to your previous guest and uh, got me a little bit hungry. Uh, <laughs> so it's nice to move from, from art and food to, uh, to Disney. Uh, no, we're super excited. Uh, as you guys have heard, we're launching on the 23rd of February uh, here in Singapore. We're going to be priced at eleven ninety eight per month. You can buy the annual pack for $119.98. Uh, great deal. A little plug. Um, <laughs> it'll be the second market in uh, Southeast Asia for us to launch uh, the service. Hmm. Uh, but it will be the first market for us to launch with all six brand titles. Disney, Marvel, Pixar, Star Wars, National wow. Geographic, and, and our very new general entertainment service uh, tile, Star. So Singapore will be the very first market to be able to you know, have the full offering uh, when we launch. You know, Singapore, we've been really lucky and blessed. It's one of the leading markets in Southeast Asia in terms of digital uh, consumption. Uh, our digital video services. And we've been blessed with our brands being consumed heavily over different platforms uh, for all these years. So we have a great fan base uh, across various brands. Um, and as you mentioned, across all age groups. And Stan Neal is a, is a fan of Star Wars. Uh, thank you. Just a bit. Um, just a and, bit. You know, yeah. just, just a bit. And, you know, we have several fans, you know, in, in the city uh, across our brands. So we, we feel really, really lucky and, and fortunate uh, to be able to come to Singapore finally. Uh, but also coming here with something that's exciting and new and one that's going to be relevant for all audiences. Well, Amit, uh, it was a good sales pitch, but you only had to say two words, The Mandalorian. That's all you had to Ooh. say. I and half of Singapore has waited for The Mandalorian for the best part of a year. Mm. Unfortunately, COVID, you know, delayed it, I, I'm, I'm guessing. But now you've got it. And the timing is pretty good, isn't it? Because I was very interested in the in the Disney business model, shall we say, during COVID, because I know you won't talk about competitors, but other other Warner Brothers, other platforms decided some films are going to go straight onto HBO Max. They're going to roll out movies and as cinema and streaming at the same time. And the whole time, Amit, I was thinking, why is Disney being so quiet? Why is Disney being so quiet during the pandemic? And then just a few weeks back, my word, whoever does, and I say this objectively, Whoever does your PR over there, you know, I tip my hat because you did that whole rollout of WandaVision is coming and this is coming and that is coming just one after the other, after the other, after the other. It was an extraordinary, almost Steve Jobs-like rollout of products. And it's perfect timing for Singapore because they're going to be the first beneficiaries of all this, as you say, from February onwards. So what is the, the, the plan, the, the structure for Disney, Disney Plus? 
in this COVID-19 environment? Yeah, no, thank you. Uh, you know, very happy with uh, sort of our content lineup. Uh, you know, we've announced uh, 10 new uh, Marvel series, 10 new uh, yeah. Star Wars series, alluded to, 15 Disney live-action animated Pixar series, 15 live-action movies from Disney to Pixar. Overall, 100 new titles just this year. And of that, 80% are going to be direct to Disney+. Plus. Hmm. But at the same time, we really believe it's about quality and not volume. And that's something that Bob Iger alluded to, our executive chairman, and something that's critical from the way we look at storytelling and, and creating our brands. Um, so look, I, I think with regards to uh, the timing, yeah, it couldn't, be, it couldn't be more perfect for us. I think most recently um, with the announcement of Raya, which will be uh, Raya and the Last Dragon, which is our next theatrical movie. So on the 5th of March, you will have the movie released in cinema as well as on premier access on Disney+, Plus, whereby giving consumers a choice of how they want to consume it and where they want to be able to consume it with their family and friends. We've done that in the past where we had a movie like Soul, which released on Christmas Day on Disney+. Plus. <clears throat> we've had in the past where we had Mulan release premier access on Disney+. Plus. But this is for the very first time. And again, we're really looking at what consumers want, how they want to consume it. So we're really pleased to be able to bring these out, right? If you really think about the depth, the depth and the breadth of content we have, each of those brands, looking at, you know, bringing out some of the recreation of our classic animated uh, movies into the new live action movies with mm -hmm. Mulan, Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast, or when thinking about, uh, you know, National Geographic and the educational value that we're bringing through with all of the shows that we're, we're now coming uh, to market with, or thinking about Star, which is going to be a completely new general entertainment show, which has got all your favorites, including all 17 seasons of Grey's Anatomy, as well wow. as season, you know, the season <laughs> 17s, which is going to be day and date, uh, you know, with the U.S. It's a serious finale. 9-11, you're going to have The Simpsons. You know, it's going to be, you know, we have over 15,000 episodes available on, on the service with over 500 movies. Mm. So it is quite diverse. But again, uh, it's very focused uh, with regards to our brand pillars. And like I, said, like I said, we're really fortunate. You know, we just have this amazing fan base that, that have been loyal to us. And we really hope to be able to put the power in their hands to be able to really consume that content at their time, mm. where they like it, and at the speed that they like it. And by the way, I love Mandalorian. Season 2, done. WandaVision. Episode three last night, done. Yes, all right. We haven't seen it yet. We haven't seen it yet. <laughs> you haven't it rolled the platform out yet. <laughs> Quit rubbing it in. We're speaking with Amit Malhotra, uh, regional leader of uh, Disney Southeast Asia. And Amit, you know, one of the big questions that came all during the pandemic was the impact that the OTT services are having on the cinema industry. And the, of course, the cinemas couldn't be open anyway, by and large. Now they have reopened somewhat. Uh, but when we look at these uh, streaming services, they really have taken this, the wind out of a, a lot of the sales of the, of the cinemas around town. Uh, when you look at Disney Plus and how it's going to integrate into this new environment of streaming services trying to work in parallel with launches of, of rollouts of movies on the big screen, how, what does that future look like? It certainly is going to be different than just a year ago. Yeah, sure. Look, I mean, like I said uh, earlier, I think, you know, we have to give the consumer the choice. We continue to create iconic movies for the, the cinematic uh, universe um, and for the cinema experience. 
we work really closely with our exhibitors um, to make sure that that experience um, is one that's meaningful. And a lot of our movies uh, are created for that large screen. Uh, you know, we recently announced a couple of movies like Pinocchio, for example, that's going to be, that was previously made for the cinema, which is now going to Disney Plus. But we also have iconic movies that are being produced for the cinema. And I think that experience is there to remain. And as we know, the cinema going experience is also about a social gathering with a friend or a family or a date night, whatever you may have, to be able to experience that. And I don't think I don't think that can ever be replaced. I personally will continue to go to the cinema while I watch you know streaming services. So I think it really depends on what sort of an atmosphere I want to be able to do. Just because I have a streaming service, the cinema experience doesn't get diluted. Um, obviously, COVID has been challenging for for the industry at large, and that has had a consumer mind shift in terms of whether you would like to go to the cinema or not. I think Singapore has been ahead of the curve uh, in terms of being able to get that experience back to normalcy with all the safe distancing measures we've had. And we're pleased to see some of the results of some of the movies that have been uh, announced recently. As far as we're concerned, you know, we're going to continue to be able to create these cinematic experiences for the cinema. And we're going to watch how that uh, plays out for us. But the next one for us, the next big one for us is Ride of the Last Dragon. And that's going to be in the cinema. And it's going to be on uh, Disney Plus Premium Access. Now, you, you're launching in late February, as you mentioned, in Singapore. It's, I know Disney Plus has already been a big success in the US and the UK, Australia and elsewhere. But you are launching the service in what is a very you know, busy uh, playing field, if you like. There are a number of platforms available already. There are a number of streaming services already. I mean, moving forward, how do you navigate your way through what is a very crowded field? Yeah, no, good question. Look, I think firstly, the consumer will be spoiled for choice. And I think that's a good thing for all of us as a consumer. We feel very confident that with the strength of our brands and the quality of our content, we're really hoping to be able to appeal to this market in a meaningful way for mass consumption, because we do have something for everybody. And, you know, we have loyal consumers. When you, when you talk about, hey, did you go see a Disney movie? Or when you talk about Disney or any of our characters, it, it creates an emotion, right, in your mind. And, and I think that's something that's heartfelt and, and heartwarming for us. So we feel very confident, you know, in terms of where, how we were, we're coming to market, our differentiation of our, of our product, the product lineup that you, we spoke about uh, that's coming through uh, the pipe. Like we've got Panda Vision, which is currently on air and will be available in Singapore. On the 19th of March, we'll be launching uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is the next Marvel original series. Mm. And then, you know, beyond that, we've got Loki come, coming on. Uh, we launched Pixar Popcorn last night uh, as well on mm. the service. So we have a lot of great stuff coming through in addition to all of our cinematic um, movies and a great library for us to be able to enjoy around the couch or in your living room or on your, on your tablet or device. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, you know, everyone appreciates the depth of the of the Disney uh, catalog that you have. And uh, just over a year ago, we saw all the great animations cells uh, that came to the Art Science Museum here. And we talked about that about a year and a half ago. And, uh, very exciting times indeed uh, for Disney Plus uh, in a crowded market, but like you say, with a lot of offerings that will be quite different uh, for the viewing audience. We have to leave it there, but uh, thanks to Amit Malotra, the regional lead for Disney Plus in Southeast Asia. Great to have you on today. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. Have a great weekend. And you. Thank you very much, Amit. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.